Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It might get scary. Shout out to Big Ross and the homie Ninja Larry. It's a comical grab bag. You never know what to get. Everything from rappers, street fighters, and misfits. The show is not stage, man. It's as real as it gets. He's even had porn stars slashing tits and beers clips. All of this and more shit. You might catch your moms on an episode of JiggyJaguar.com. Yep, it is the Sunday Radio Show. We are live, coast to coast, to border to border. If you miss us live, the mix on Tuesdays. We are going to go to our first guest. They are terribly 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 impatient so we are going to get to them and uh we go live to our to our first guest here on our big program and uh we are also going to bring in jay bird wells she is our co-host this sunday here on our big program and uh if you miss us you can find us on the mix on tuesdays and we are going to go live to our first guest here in just a few moments. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-G-G-U-A-R.com. Also, KJagRadio.com as well for videos and everything else. And uh, we go to our first guest, and uh, they join us live here on Skype. So um, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourselves. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys. Tell us all about yourselves. I'd be, be glad to, Mark. Why don't, why don't you start us off there, Buff? Uh, I'm Mark Garrett. I'm the uh, bass player, backing vocalist, website master, booking agent, all the behind-the-scenes stuff for Don McAvoy and a great whatever. So, tell us about the great whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Uh, well, we're a band of original musicians, uh, led by Don McAvoy, of course. Uh, we have thousands of original songs. We have three CDs out, a single. Uh, we just like to play original music, have fun, keep things positive and upbeat, and uh, you know, just have a good time. Friends first, family first, and uh, we love our music. And we, we've been together for nearly 30 years straight. One argument in, in nearly 30 years. Other than that, we're, we, we've been doing it all along. So. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. They join us live here in a broadcast. A uh, just amazing, amazing group. Check out dmcgw.com for more information. And uh, Don McAvoy and the great whatever with us today here on our big program. So we have, we've got you guys on today talking a little bit about this latest song um daylight savings time song it's called leave those clocks alone tell us about this track guys um we we in the night the 90s were very good to us um we were playing constantly constantly we actually had become friends of all places with a talk radio station and um it seemed that whenever uh this talk radio host would bring up different topics I, I was able to write to that, modestly speaking, and then um, 
we were in the studio cutting our uh, our second record, and in between takes for the songs that we went in there to initially do, I would say to the guys, hey, why they're setting up for that, why don't we do this? And that's how Leave Those uh, Clocks Alone came, the, the recording. Um, you know, the subject matter, <laughs> I can't really think anybody else who, modestly speaking, has a song about that. I mean, I'm very peculiar about people giving away your time or touching your time, and it seemed to play into the to the whole theme. I don't even know why we have daylight savings time anymore myself, but that, that's a that's a whole other other discussion. Clock touching. Sorry. Clock touching is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, clocks lives matter. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I know that uh, go ahead, some, Jay. the city folks will blame the farmers and the farmers will blame the city folks. And so there's really no unity about, I think daylight savings time started for the trains, trying to keep the trains on schedule or something. Well, the, even, even before that, Ben Franklin was one of the folks who wanted to conserve oil, you know, got gas lighting oil and those kind of things. And believe it or not, candle wax. And then there's, it's funny, is I understand that half of Indiana follows daylight savings time and half of it refuses to do it. So, I mean, <laughs> kind of it's sign of like the times, cool. right? But, um, I mean, we just, we, we found it very, very interesting to, you know, kind of harmonize and, um, you know, put a theme like that together. And it was fun because it was a, an alternately tuned guitar. And it's five string. It's probably the cheapest guitar I own. $35 back in the day. It's been through wars and back. And it's, uh, it was neat to shake a song like that out of it. And the other, the other interesting thing is that guitar was the only instrument in the song. Uh, those of us, those who know us, you know, we like our instruments in our tracks. That song was just the guitar and everything else was done vocally. The vocal harmonies, uh, the percussion was just me doing the tick-tock sound effect throughout the whole song. And then uh, we did this nice three-part harmony, and it was just a guitar. It was very different from other songs we have done. Scat, uh, just an amazing, amazing group with us today. They join us live here in a broadcast. And uh, Don McAvoy and the great whatever. Uh, so what what is some of the goals for this for this track that you guys have here? Uh, to share it and have everyone enjoy it two times a year. Yeah. Yeah. Are you hoping that this song will get people fired up and ready to start voting against daylight savings, or is it just a fun song, just to bash daylight savings? Yeah, it's just a fun, just a fun song. We don't like to bash anything too much. We like to kind of, uh, yeah. We, we, if you ever come see us live, um, you see we, we're. The show's really about the audience. It's about them having fun and us having fun with them, you know, that kind of thing. So we, we always try to keep the, the humor infused, the Irish levity, the Italian levity, you know, wherever we can, we can uh, you know, kind of uh, put those in as a confluence. We like to do that. Um, and we, we, like to, we like to sing about things that other people don't sing about. You know, I mean, love's great. Don't get me wrong. Love's the greatest thing. But there's other things to talk about and sing about in my mind, you know. Like what? Clocks? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I mean, other than love, I, I mean, there are so many themes. I mean, even in a a pandemic, 
I mean, a lot of people say they, they basically have shut down as far as writing, whereas for me, it's it's just created a whole... I mean, yeah. I'm already addicted to songwriting to begin with. I write every day. Modestly, I have, you know, literally thousands of songs. and um, But I, I, every day, you, you, you see something on the news, you hear something or a theme, or I'm blessed with two little boys, and, you know, they'll say a certain phrase, and I'll be, oh, we could do something with that, you know? You know, it's like Mark, Mark and I practice every Saturday together. And, um, you know, he might have Mark has these great construction site sayings, none of which I can repeat, but he'll say something and it really gets the fodder for me to say, you know what? I think we could use something like that. And, you know, he said something the other day and I can't say it to anybody else because I didn't want it to become a song for them. But I said, yeah, we could do something with that. You know, so I'm, I, I, anything uh, the only thing I can't really write about so far, I, I, I think, is chocolate. For whatever oh. reason, I, I, I've just stumped on it <laughs> as much as I love it, you know? So when is the song coming out about the mask? You know, no, no, plan, no plans to do that in the future. We prefer, <laughs> to take, we prefer to take a more positive outlook in life, you know, and uh, yeah, I know. Keep, keep people's minds off of off of the bad things in the world you're talking about kids and 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 songs i remember a rock band that i think it was called rock rockabye baby or something rock a baby and they had a song called diaper changing time and it was a rock song <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we, we haven't touched those subjects yet <laughs> your kids I, are older than that. yeah yeah i mean I'll, i will tell you that the the baby rearing years for me uh, were very good because I was kind of, you know, when my wife wasn't able to get to the boys or whatever, I would have to, and certain things would come out of my mouth and into my ears and into my writing uh, spot. So uh, get more on that later. We actually have a song. We you know, we can't even really talk about it much, but we, we do have a song coming out that came from those baby years. And, oh, uh, sweet. Which, which, awesome. Which is, is kind of neat. Awesome. Well, we're going to do this. I want to make sure we get this song in. So uh, we are going to play Leave Those Clocks Alone, Don McAvoy and the Great Whatever. <laughs> I appreciate you guys joining us today. Thanks for doing this. Well, thank you for getting us together. Really. This is this has been fun. I, I, I appreciate it, guys. And uh, yeah, we, we are, we we are going to go. Yes, yes, indeed. We are going to go to this track, and uh, we are going to play it, and it's here on your World Pipes, Cheeky Jaguar Experience. Leave those clocks alone. Leave those clocks alone. While you're losing me, by confusing me, won't you leave those hands where they are? Leave those clocks alone No more springing ahead No more falling back We don't need less rest We're not afraid of the dark Leave those clocks alone Leave those clocks alone Daylight savings time all the time Daylight savings time all the time. Daylight savings time all the time. Daylight savings time all the time. Leave the 
clocks alone We don't get time back We're so busy that One hour more or less Is an untimely mess I Leave those clocks alone Leave those clocks alone Daylight savings time all the time Daylight savings time all the time That is Don McAvoy and the Great Whatever, and it is here on our world famous Cheeky Check Wire Radio broadcast. Well, our little tribute here to Alex Trebek. He uh, lost his battle with cancer. And uh, I grew up on Jeopardy. Jeopardy was was a hell of a show. It taught folks how to be smart. It taught people that being smart was cool. And uh, Jeopardy was fantastic. We're going to miss Alex Trebek. And uh, it's too bad that... uh, he wasn't able to make that work. Get over that. But uh, we are going to go to IPN, whoever the hell they are. And uh, we are going to get IPN in here. And uh, we are also going to get Jaybird Wells back in here for this segment. And uh, if you're going to get a hold of us online, it's cheekyjaguar.com. And uh, also, J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R on the old Twitter machine as well. And uh, we are going to get Jay Bird Wells back in here on our big program. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so on kjagradio.com. This is where that interview will appear at kjagradio.com. IPN joins us here on our big broadcast. So tell me a little bit about IPN. Well, yes. Um, IPN. I mean, my my artist name came to the light when I mean I was really in a bad moment when I decided to quit music, and then I found a person that she told me to go on to keep doing my stuff, and she yep. lived in me, and now she's my manager, and I decided to create this name IPN, which is is like a like a that the capital letters of my full name, which is Isaac Peter Newport. And then um, I decided to like uh, upload things on uh, my YouTube channels and my platforms, and uh, I started doing covers and um, tributes to Chester Bennington, which is the singer of Linkin Park. And Fantastic. after that, um, I started to like uh, switch, like kind of like musical genres, from rock music to NCDM and. and uh, and now I'm doing like remix mashups in my own music, of course, on my platforms. And I just released this new song, which is called Now It's Over, which is really, it's really personal. And uh, it talks about like being yourself and stop being the other, the other people want you to be. Like, be yourself just because, I mean, I was been surrounded by schoolmates and friends and family telling me, yo, you shouldn't do this, this and that. You should just get like, do random stuff and not like, follow your dreams so i decided to make the song which is like it's like a full breakup and that's it like i mean and um we're doing stuff from 2017 and we keep going and 
and do our best. Fantastic. IPN joins us today. Singer, DJ, producer. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, so, Jay, I know you've probably got some questions for IPN. Jump in there, my friend. Absolutely. Did you already say how long you guys have been together? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we're working from 2017. Right, we're working together and we're doing all our stuff. We develop all the, our platforms and uh, we work on our own. We do everything like from like um, creating content, uploading, creating graphics and everything and uh, promote it, of course, because that's the most important part. If you have like good content but you don't promote it, it doesn't work, right? Yeah. Now, I didn't catch, where are you from? Italy. I'm Italy. Yeah. I thought I recognized your accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's I always awesome. tried, I tried to mask it because, I mean, I don't like it. But, I mean, to be honest, uh, I should... I, I listen to Italian rap and rock. Don't hide it from me. Yeah. I mean, I should sound more British, to be honest, because that's where I came from, but... But the fact is that I prefer the American accent. I don't know. I think it suits. That's awesome. IPN with us today joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh, so you you doing all this music, you putting all this together. Uh, what are some of your goals as an artist? If he's still with us. I don't know what Skype might have dropped out. He froze up on my end. He froze up. Yep, I don't know what happened. Okay, well, we'll do this. So many questions for him. <laughs> I did too. This I is uh. About the well, genre and stuff. I uh, let me see what I can do here. Uh, I guess what we'll do is we may just go to his music and. See if see we if can, can see if we can fix this. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, there he goes. Uh, I'm gonna take a break, play some music. We'll see if we can get him back, and uh, I'll be back here in a few, Jay. And uh, we will go to IPN. Um, he, IPN is gonna join us back here in a few moments, but uh, we are gonna go to his video and um it's ipn now it's over <laughs> very fitting we got more coming up here on our world famous shiggy jaguar radio broadcast here we go again yeah me and you bitch we're divided by the fast yeah and i'm trying to excuse yeah for every time you fail me let us see the time's clocking well, now it's over, oh yeah, now it's over I'm hard to lock the loaded, you look so weak and defenseless I used to be on your side, and then you betray me You lock me, you cage me, hold you once control me When well, now it's over, oh yeah, now it's over
myself to death, yeah And you were there to see, yeah Well, now it's over Oh yeah, now it's over I'm hard and locked and loaded You look so weak and defenseless I used to be on your side And then you betrayed me You locked me, you caged me Only ones control me When I'm not, it's over Oh yeah, now it's over Okay, I think we've got IPN back with us. We are going to go see if we can grab him on Skype here and uh, finish up this interview. So we are going to see if IPN will be back with us. We'll just see what happens here. If not, we'll move on to our next guest here. But um, waiting on IPN to pick himself up here on Skype. Now it's over. That was the, uh, the song IPN Music. Check out IPN. The track is now. It's over. And uh, we're live here on our world famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. Also, AMFM, 247.com, KJagradio.com. The mix on Tuesdays. And uh, nothing there from IPN. So I guess what we're going to do is we are going to take a break. When we come back, we've got more coming up. It is yo. World famous Cheeky Jaguar experience back here in a few moments. Hi, Gordon. What you been up to? Big things, Fred. I'm a full-time student at bartending college. Wow. I never had time for a formal education. Well, I decided to make time, but it's not easy. Bartending college is a four-week course. Gee, how far along are you? Well, let's see. This is Tuesday, the third week. Hey, I'm a junior, and I'm late for a daiquiri lecture. Why don't you join me? Why not? Bartending College. You've already spent enough time on the other side of the bar to qualify for enrollment. Bartending College. We'll teach you everything you need to know. You'll get a starter set of bartenders jokes like... So I says to the guy, you can stay, but the cow's gotta go. <laughs> Bartending College. You'll learn how to roll drunks, water the liquor, and skim the cash register. And remember, as the bartender, you drink for free. For free. free. Last call. For integrity. Hello, ladies. Do you enjoy your weekends? Would you like to enjoy a sensation designed especially for you? New from Lesbens is Beaver Liquor, a new adult beverage from the makers of Peter's Special Brew. Just listen to what women like you have told us. I'm not a big drinker, but it's remarkably easy to hold my beaver liquor. It's not at all harsh, and it has just the right amount of bite. I like the way my beaver liquor goes down. 
and it doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. At least I don't think it does. When I have my friends over, I make sure there's plenty of beaver liquor to go around because I want my guests to have enough beaver liquor to keep them satisfied. Beaver liquor, just for you ladies, at fine liquor stores everywhere. Let's face it, you've been working hard, and you've got a hunger that's kicking your ass. I sure could go for some nuts right now. I, too, could go for the effervescent taste of nuts in my mouth. Sometimes those cravings are just too loud to contain. Man, it's been a while since I had nut all up in my mouth. By the way, you have some nut on your chin. Somebody put a nut in my mouth. Well, when you crave nuts, there's only one product that you can put in your mouth to satisfy that craving. <laughs> Give me a big rod! That's right. Big Rod Nut Bar. You've never had the taste of nuts in your mouth till you put your mouth on a Big Rod Nut Bar. God, I love his nuts. That's right. Big Rod's Nut Bar is known all over the country as the nuttiest rod in the land. Oh my goodness, his nuts are the best I have ever tasted. Take it from these bona fide nut lovers. Oh, I can't wait. Once I get Rod's nuts in me gob, I'm just all over it. I love Rod's nuts. Somebody put a nut in my mouth. Say, give me one. They make me feel so silky. Or even us mulletheads love the taste of a Big Rod Nut Bar. Even the rich and famous are not immune to the big nutty taste of Big Rod Nut Bar. Hey, yo, I really love Big Rod's nuts in my mouth. Ha! <laughs> Last time I had a Big Rod nut bar in my mouth, it was KY in my ass and they took me to jail. So go on down to your local convenience store and wrap your lips around a Big Rod nut bar. You too will be singing... These nuts in your mouth. These nuts in your mouth. Big Rod nut bar. These nuts in your mouth. It's Elmer Likas Affordable Footwear. Oh, God. Now, here's your brand manager, Elmer Likas. Seven minutes left in the moccasin sale. This is not your regular shoe store. No. Tell us about you and Tom. Well, as boys, we used to sneak into the outhouse and pretend it was a radio station. Elmer and Tom's Toilet Talk. How did you end up in Temecula? First, I decided to become a right-wing wacko. Then I ended up a convicted felon. What about the shoes? Oh, that. Well, it's a great way to take off women's skirts. Really? Okay, we are going to continue this craziness. It is just the way it is today. We are going to go to our next guest. He is going to join us live here in a broadcast. And yes, we did call each other before to coordinate the chairs. And uh, we are going to go uh, to our next guest here in our big broadcast. Coast to coast, to border to border on iHeartRadio. You can also find us at amfm247.com and the mix on Tuesdays. And uh, we have got a great guest going to join us here in just a few seconds here on our big program. Going to connect Jaybird Wells, hopefully, to the conversation here. And if not, we'll just keep it going here with Power Rob. Uh, Rob Bradley is with us today. He joins us live, and uh, he has got a tremendous, tremendous... Uh, I got all sorts of people calling me that are not scheduled for interviews right now. Uh, Rob, how are you, sir? Talk to us a little bit about your stuff. Yeah, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, actually. Tell us a bit about your background, yeah. man. So, uh, I am a vocalist, uh, songwriter uh, from Baltimore. And, um, sorry, I got a little echo going on. One second. All right, cool. 
so yeah, I do. Um, I do a lot of writing. Uh, I do a lot of performing. Uh, I've been singing, writing music for probably about I don't know, ten years. Uh, done a bunch of rock opera events in the Baltimore region over the past probably eight or so years. Uh, I've got a project called Thrill Killer that's been around since probably 2015. Uh, we have a cinematic uh, 80s time cop uh, music film universe we've been putting together for the past few uh, few years, probably three of them. Uh, we got a third installment for that series coming out uh, probably about a month or two. We're just wrapping a couple things up. Uh, and as of last month, I'm officially a recording artist with Aztec Records with my uh, debut solo album. Uh, by the name now Power Rob. Uh, so got a lot going on. Hello, hello. How are you, my friend? Uh, we, hey! we've, we, we've got our uh, we've got a great guest with us today. So so Jay, t- tell us. Uh, I know you've got some questions here for Power Rob. Absolutely, uh, Rob. You were saying something. I had that, but oh, what was it that you were saying about your song that was coming out? Uh, I have a um, a couple things. There, one thing that just came out, which was the Power Rod debut EP, and then I have a music film installment. Uh, it's kind of like a music video, but kind of more like almost like a small '80s time cop movie. And um, that's dropping in about a month or two. We're wrapping up some editing on the filming for that right now. Uh, the first two films already came out: uh, The King of 1984 and San Francisco Moto. Uh, and so that's currently wrapping up, getting a release date for that right now. Yeah, I didn't catch the word that I was trying to clarify, so I guess we'll go on to a different question. Sure. You have made the transition from music into producing your own now? Yeah. Um, I was for the for a couple of years, uh I had an old band called Aries. Uh we did we had a pretty good run. It was an eighties kind of like heavy metal band. Uh we got to open for Sebastian Bach, Symphony X, uh Doro Pesh, the Metal Church, bunch of big names and I mostly wrote lyrics and melodies for that one, and then after that, I then built uh, Thrill Killer, where I took the reins of writing uh, everything. That word. Yeah. Did you say Thrill Killer? A uh, Thrill Killer, one word. Um, Real. Okay. But yeah, I, that, we, that was bugging me earlier. So you 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 definitely touched on the subject I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Tell me more about this Row Killer. Thrill Killer. Uh, yeah. So Thrill Killer, um, I've been the, the songwriter for that, that one uh, since 2015. Uh, our debut album came out in 2016. We had a follow-up called San Francisco Moto, which was when we started kind of getting into like like the kind of 80s movie kind of music film thing we were doing. Uh, and we're now working on our kind of, I think, it depends on how it's received, but we, we might make this next one the third installment, the final installment uh, of this kind of giant, ridiculous 80s movie thing we're doing. Uh, called Digital Desperado. And, um, yeah, the films, if you haven't seen them, uh, we go all the way. We have DeLoreans, uh, we have fight scenes, we have special effects, we have actors, uh, we have really big sets, all that stuff. Um, so it's definitely, if you're into 80s cinema, B-movie stuff, uh, you'll probably dig the music videos we got. Now, about this music videos and the different production, are you sitting in your green room? Oh, this, uh, no, this is just a green screen I have when I sometimes do, like, streaming. Uh, so I just kind of always have it up. Um, so every once in a while, if I have, like, an announcement or, you know, some sort of just fun little you know, retro video game thing, I'll have this in the background for, for streaming purposes. Yeah, I, I didn't imagine that music studios had green screens, but, boy, that would be a, a really cool comeback. 
Yeah, this uh, green screens are fun. This is really this whole setup here is pretty um, pretty compact. This is just where this is my desk at home. Uh, we do have a bigger green screen uh, at our band studio, but luckily for the music films we did, we actually didn't need green screen for too much. Uh, we used it in the first one. There was an, a DeLorean motorcycle chase thing we did, and there was some green screening in that one. Uh, and the newest one, there is some green screen, but for that one, we needed like we had to go to our our director's studio for that one. It was a giant uh i would not be surprised it was maybe like uh 15 by 15 foot one we had to use but uh, this one is just compact one in case you need it it, it kind of fits in a nice um little case and you can pull it up and everything so i just kind of leave it up now you strike me as like younger than 20 so why are you talking 80s stuff oh i'm glad you feel that way i'm definitely not quite that young uh knock on wood uh i'm uh, I grew up uh, just in the tail end of the 80s, uh, so I was always a big fan of that, kind of uh, getting older. Um, big, it was, I grew up mostly in the early to mid-90s, uh, so I just caught the end of it. But um, glad to hear that. Hopefully that sticks around. Uh, fingers crossed. So, now, why, what is your fascination with the 80s? Well, music. Uh, for the 80s music stuff, I mean, I've always been kind of a fan of it. Um, I you know, I, when I first got into music, my some of my first recordings I listened to were, you know, cassette tapes of uh, Aerosmith, Queen. Uh, then I graduated into like Kiss, Judas Priest, um, and then eventually I stumbled onto synthwave, and I really had a lot of fun with that, where they would take some eighty synth sounds and combine them with a little bit of modern production. But it just was always kind of my go-to. I mean, there are a couple bands I listened to that were more modern, I guess. Um, like Bad Religion were a big influence of mine, but outside of that, uh, for writing music, I would say biggest ones for me like Judas Priest, um, definitely Kiss, but Paul Stanley specifically. Um, but it's just always like in the DNA of everything I wrote over the years, um, and so I always felt that you know visually the '80s were a very colorful kind of explosive era when it came to entertainment, and uh, it's one of the most distinct aesthetics you can. Uh, see like you you'll you'll you can spot an 80s movie almost instantly compared to like a different era like you can sometimes mix you know something from the 2010s and 2000s and it's like you can kind of tell which one's which but if you see like an 80s like cop film you'll know it's exactly what it is and so there's always this kind of like um presence to them that i thought was a lot of fun to celebrate almost like in a tongue-in-cheek kind of manner like um when we did the second film, the first one was kind of more of a self-contained story, but then when it was received well, I was like, okay, well, let's just make it a story. So the second one we revealed my character as a time cop, and I was like, hey, good, let's go, let's go cheesy time cop story. So, you know, if you do that, you have to have the angry police chief, you know, yelling at the character. You know, I want, I want your badge and your gun, like all that. Like, it was like, we got to do that. We got to get the angry police chief, all that stuff. That's awesome. And just, there's just so many fun ways to, you know, have fun with that. I remember when I told the band, too, I was like, listen, if people like the first one, let's we're gonna go time cop but the first thing we need is the irascible police chief if you get the irascible the, the angry police chief you know that's that's your linchpin he's one of the funnest characters in any cop movie is just the you know the pissed police chief that you know he wants to he's gonna reprimand the hotshot cop and so like we had to make sure i made sure all those beats were right in there you know uh there's so many fun things to try to celebrate with that but um with the 80s it's, it's interesting because Unlike other decades, the tropes of the 80s become more enjoyable, even if they're self-aware, like even if they're self-parody at times. Like, you know, ours was just loaded with just really bad time puns. Like all the dialogue had some sort of bad time puns, you know, 
uh, even like even the poster. We had a movie poster made at the bottom. It's you know, says, you know, or the top it says, you know, he's got time to kill. Like all this stuff in there, just to go the extra mile. But um, you just don't find it in other other genres, and um, it's part of why I just have so much fun with it. Now, how do you, are you doing other movie projects, or or what's your what are your goals? Well, um, initially when I made Thrill Killer, I just wanted to see if I could you know, write both music and, and words. And then it just went well. So then I thought, okay, well, uh, I was really enjoying just sneaking some synthwave into some of the rock we were writing, which was primarily a rock band. Uh, and it was, it went well. So then I thought, okay, well, we had a director and he, I was like, you know, let's make a music video. And he heard the newest song that came in 1984, which was the, what became the first film. And he wanted to make a music video out of that. And I was like, well, I do happen to have a friend who has a DeLorean, uh, that, okay. And so, like, we just, the piece started kind of coming together. And, like, we were friends with this 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 club near the, up the street called, or up, kind of nearby here called Angel's Rock Bar, which coincidentally had these beautiful pink and blue, you know, lit backdrops and stuff where the bar was. And it had a gigantic, uh, I think it was, like, plastic set of, like, lips with a cigarette over top the bar. It's massive thing. And I was like, okay, I think we know where we're going with this. Uh, and then around that time, I got, um... I used to do a lot of performances with a company called the Baltimore Rock Opera Society. And it's just, they're like a gigantic rock theater company that has these ridiculous productions and they're absolute blast. But a lot of times you kind of get some fun hand-me-downs at times. Like I got, uh, con- I-, I saw a post in one of our groups and it said, there's a theater company that makes professional costumes that has to get rid of a warehouse full of 80s B-movie costumes. And so I was oh, like, wow. oh, really? Well, that's a coincidence. And so, like, you know, I showed up with my, my bass player, and I was like, okay, bring the truck. And it was these amazing, like, sci-fi outfits. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. We're making a music video. We need they to do it perfect. Get rid of those? They had to. They were, like, nearly 10 years old. And to be honest, I wouldn't wear them on stage because they are kind of in a state of decay. But for a music film, you know, just a couple shots, some thugs here and there, that's perfect. And so we had this, we had, we still have them in our band practice space. Like, it's I, – I would be – well hard-pressed to find a, a band rehearsal studio that's as, as kind of uniquely weird as ours because like you'll have these gigantic boxes of these 80s movie costumes there's like weapons from the movies there's like as a chainsaw what prop we have from one of our battle sequences it's like a right you know like a ton of all sort of stuff it's just you know different spots in the band rehearsal room and so like we would get these fun hand-me-downs like um that all came together and it was like everything's screaming 80s movies i love doing anyways so that was number one and number two i was like okay we well, had all the parts kind of came together you know as this kind of like a bottled lightning thing. Let's actually legitimately try to make the sequel explain the first one and really make it like we're going to get to actors. We're going to go all the way. And then I just keep I, a lot of times I keep getting a lot of these lucky breaks. Like uh, we had a venue for the second film's fight sequence that fell through. And then three days before uh, I contacted the booking agent. And I was like, hey, listen, we need to get a place you know, to have these battle sequences in. Do you know a place? It's like, actually, I happen. Yeah, I do. And he got us this venue called The Rockwells. It's a really cool, uh, fancy bar that coincidentally had projector screens aimed at each wall, which had programmable backgrounds. And so I was like, okay, let's get flower blossoms, like, kind of like falling in the background for the fight sequences. That, that'd be pretty, you know, cinema there. So, like, all these things would happen there. I'm like, oh, cool. We made new friends. We made new friends. Uh, and then the, I think the biggest one, which is what's coming up, um, I, qu- I happen to have done some rock opera performances. With the city, with the the concert artists of Baltimore, which was basically the city's symphony and stuff, and it was these ridiculous events we did. And the venue on the the final run we did was just this gorgeous, gigantic Roman almost coliseum looking sort of place called the Baltimore War Memorial. 
And as a Hail Mary, because I was like, we got to find a way to top number two. How do we make number three bigger? Let me send an email. So I was like, okay, let's even just get that place. Let's just try it. And then we did. And so we now the backdrop for number three is this gigantic, just like gorgeous, like marble, like massive venue with like pillars and all this stuff. And um, so a lot of it is just like initially was, you know, I love I was a big fan of these growing up. And then we just kept kind of getting these things handed to us where it was like, we're just gonna have to go full 80s movie. We have the, the pieces here, you know, we got to do this. So uh, yeah, it worked out quite well. Um, and I think it kind of helped graduate me into um, into Synthwave, which has been more what I've been releasing. But uh, Throw Color, I think, yeah, we got we got at least one awesome awesome single coming out with obviously the music film. But it's definitely yes. been busy. This the, the, this is pretty amazing. Uh, we are gonna go to uh, a song off Runaway, uh, which, which which is the EP. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about Strong. We're gonna play that here in a yeah. few moments. Strong is an interesting tune. Uh, I actually became friends with um, one of the top people at the record company Aztec, almost by happenstance. Like I got a, they, they contacted me. They added me on Facebook randomly one day, and then I saw a story of theirs on Facebook with about Freddie Mercury, and um, I just happened to have a studio recording of me doing "Save Me," and so I sent it over to him. I was like, "Hey, you know, just you know, check this out." And uh, next thing I know, they're like, "Hey, let's let's we want to develop you as an artist." And so they sent me "Strong." "Strong" was um, a song that I believe was ends '84 from France. He was the producer, and then uh, Lau, which is the person I've been working with a lot, she wrote the lyrics to that one. Uh, so on the EP, it's only three songs, but we definitely put a lot of effort in all three of them. We have uh, a cover of Carol's Whisper, synthwave version of that, and then yep. we have Strong, which is the one those guys wrote, and then the title track Runaway was kind of me. Just you know, I wanted to wanted to write something myself as well. I'd be like, hey, you know, I could write you know something for the, in this style too. So um, it definitely each tune I think is has a lot of promise in there. Strong's um when they sent me the tune, uh, it was actually Lau singing it, and um, her voice is very different than mine. Uh, she's she was she's got a very nice, uh, very sweet falsetto when she's singing, and um, she wanted it done quote-unquote more in a Freddie Mercury style, which is not really the way Freddie would do it. And so when I was in the studio trying to recreate the notes that she had done, but do it, you know, kind of more in a uh, Freddie kind of way, uh, I realized that the Freddie approach wasn't necessarily going to work because it's like a very smooth, you know, synth pop kind of song with a little bit of rock in there. So what I did for the hook, uh, I decided to use some tricks I picked up studying Steve Perry years ago because <laughs> for a song like that, I felt his voice was just a bit more appropriate um but that hook was it took some time me and the engineer just to kind of get the exact tones uh right for that but definitely proud of it fantastic fantastic well we are gonna go to that track i appreciate you joining us today thanks for coming on and uh we will talk to you soon thank you brother yeah thanks for having me appreciate it we are gonna go now to strong it is gear on your world famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We got more coming up. So I'm heading down on sunset, and the stars begin to fade, and the street lights start to flicker as the sun's reborn today. I swear I. Just keep moving 
That is Power Rob. It is the world famous Chicky Jaguar experience. And we are going to do this. We are going to go to our next guest. We are fast and furious and going. You're listening to Chicky Jaguar experience with Jigman Freud. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Mr. Rick Busby from the Beyond. From the Beyond, I'm Beyondo. If I wanted to be. I always wanted to be a professional wrestler called Beyondo. I'm Beyondo. And that's how that's how I would cut promos in that voice. But we are gonna go to a great guest here in just a few moments. He is gonna join us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, Hello sir. Let let me uh, let me get Jay Bird Wells connected in here and we will uh, rock and roll. We have got uh, a lot of things happening. We are rocking and rolling and doing all sorts of stuff. Get a hold of us on the mix on Tuesdays if you miss us live on the Sunday radio broadcast. Also, get a hold of us at com. And we are going to go to our next guest. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So, this is a pretty amazing interview. Go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, hi, thanks for uh, having me. Uh, my Yikes. name is uh, Tim. I'm my artist name is Tiny Legs Tim. I, I'm here in Belgium. Yes. You know uh, the world's capital of the COVID nineteen. <laughs> 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 okay. Right so it's in a lockdown, and I'm 
I'm glad to, to yeah, have something to do here. Yes. I'm a blues yes. musician in Belgium, <laughs> and I've been, um, you know, interested in blues music since I was a, a little child. And, uh, well, um, I have been studying the, the music uh, for years now, and um, most of the time I wrote my own songs, uh, but... Um, on my upcoming album that will be released on the 27th of November, I do one cover uh, by R.L. Burnside, Going Down South. Awesome. And, well, so... Um, That's fantastic. We have got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on the old Skip Skype, the old Skyper Rooney. And uh, so, Tiny Legs Tim, why did you get this... As your gimmick, tell us a little bit about this. Well, uh, in fact, um, the story about that name is uh, not that funny. <laughs> okay. Um, I got I got sick, uh, really sick, when I was twenty three years old. Wow. And I was for six years. I had two liver transplants. Holy shit! But I survived. And uh, you know, when I uh, got through all this ordeal, um, I was like a very um, uh, thin and uh, a very thin person and you know my when I looked at my legs it was like you know that they, they weren't even there you know it was so small wow. and so so tiny so um, that's the yeah that that was one way for me to 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 give it like a humoristic uh, twist and also it uh, for me it um, it's similar to other uh, blues names uh, with the um, a physical characteristic. That's, that's fantastic. Like Big Joe Williams, uh, yes. Blind Willie Johnson. Yes. Tiny Legs Tim. Well. <laughs> that's that is that is pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you 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 took a negative, you turn it into a positive. That that is that 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 is tremendous. That is tremendous. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's my my philosoph philosophy in life because. Uh, you know, with everything that happened uh, before, I was a, uh, I was a teacher. You know, I studied biology. I started working as a teacher in high school, and uh, then I got sick. And after the, in this long time, uh, six years, uh, I decided when I get through this, I will dedicate my mu my life to music. And you know, that's what I've done ever since. Fantastic. So, uh, what what is what is the what is the music scene uh, pre-pandemic? What is that like in the country of Belgium? Well, you, um, I I live in Ghent. It's a, a small city. Uh, you know, everything is very close here together. So it, it's only forty kilometers from Brussels, the capital. It's a small a small city, but we we have a, a, a very vivid, a lively music scene and. Um, we have a, a blues club um, in which I organize blues jam sessions and uh, and concerts, and um, uh, we have a, a pretty pretty big scene, uh, and we reach a lot of young people too, and that's I think that's very important uh, when we talk about blues music because uh, nowadays it's uh, yeah everybody listens to uh, hip hop and rap music and uh, modern R and B. And um, I think it's important that people don't forget where all this uh, music came from. And uh, then I think uh, the roots of this music is, is, is blues. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have got a uh, tremendous guest with us today. 
He is uh, pretty damn fantastic. The sixth studio album by Tiny Legs Tim. It's called Call Us When It's Over. And uh, yeah. he's with us today here on our big broadcast. He joins us live from Belgium. And uh, we are going to play some of your music here in a few. Uh, where, where do you get your inspiration from for, for, for some of your music? Um, most of the time, I, I, uh, the inspirations come from experiences in my life. And uh, like I said before, I had some uh, experiences in my life. You know, I... I looked uh, death in uh, death in the eye, and um, but I I got through it. So there's a lot of awesome. uh, this in my music, uh, trying to to um, create something positive out of something bad, and um, um, yeah, I made a lot of songs with this this somewhere uh, in between the lines and. Um, my previous album, which was called Elsewhere Bound, was uh, yeah more or less um, uh, when we when we talk about the lyrics and, um, and it was more or less uh, like uh, a breakup uh, album. Uh, sometimes you have to to write something like that too. So I, I think I think uh, it's it's um, I write about the things that uh, are. Um, uh, keeping me up at night uh, that uh, are in my mind that um, yeah I don't I don't I don't um, make up uh, things or make up stories it's uh, yeah I try to to stay close to uh, to what blues is we have got a uh, great guest with us today joins us live here on our big broadcast so this song uh, or and a lot of your music uh, what 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 exactly are some of your goals with some of your music? Well, my my goals, you know, um, <laughs> um, of of course, you know, you, you work you work hard and 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 you try to to get somewhere with your music. So there's there's some ambition to to uh, to play a lot. I want to play a lot, and unfortunately, that's not possible right now. It was not possible for three months in uh, April and then now we're in lockdown again so we don't know when we can start playing again so that's uh, that's pretty hard but then uh, an another part of me um, wants to um, uh, pay tribute to uh, the old blues musicians and I think in um, the blues music today uh, is um, it has. It doesn't have the richness in in styles and and combinations that it had that it used to have. So I try to rediscover some kind, uh, some some elements from from old blues that you don't hear anymore, and I try to uh, integrate it in my in my songs. Fantastic. Well, uh, we are going to play one of your tracks here in just a few moments. Tell me about going down south. We're going to play that here in a few moments. Tell us all about this. Well, that's. Going down south. That's the the only cover on the on the album, and it's uh, uh, a song by one of my uh, uh, favorite uh, blues artists from the North Mississippi Hill Country blues style. And we're talking about R.L. Burnside. And um, what uh, I I I like about this uh, Hill Country blues is that it's it, it's it's very um, in some way it's very very primitive, and I I think it's it's maybe the sound of the blues 
because the, the hill country was a very remote area, area and it didn't have much influence from outside. And I think the blues stayed there um, the same, like, I don't know, maybe in the early 1900s. Uh, and it didn't change much. And you have like, uh, there's not that much difference um, between that style of blues and African blues like uh, when yes. you when you listen to Mali blues and 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 stuff like that so I, I think it's pretty close to the to the origin it's uh, very pure it's f very um, repetitive and it, it, it brings your mind in a state of a, a trance fantastic well we're gonna go to that I appreciate you joining us and we will talk to you soon thank you sir thank you very much appreciate it thank you tiny legs there he goes tiny oh, legs Tim Going down south, and it's here on your world-famous Chicky Jaguar Experience.
that is going down south. It is Tiny Legs. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com. We are going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we have got more coming up here on the big broadcast. with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing Cowboy Dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love Cowboy Dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my Cowboy Dick. Oh, Cowboy Dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of Cowboy Dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my Cowboy Dick. Available in your grocer's freezer. Ooh, once you've had your first cowboy dick, you won't ever go back. You could rob a liquor store or steal a car or even do a job for the guys who wear fancy suits and pay no taxes. But that would be illegal. Introducing a new better way to get money fast. It's Johnny Cash. The new concept in fast money. It's not an ATM. It's not a loan shark. It's just a man in black with a fist full of green. Hi, Mr. Cash. Can I borrow 10 bucks? Oh, uh, anything to keep a loyal fan on the right side of the law? Here you go. Gee, thanks, Mr. Cash. Don't mention it. Visit your convenient... Johnny Cash. ...location and beg your next cash advance. It'll keep you out of Folsom Prison. Johnny Cash. Get fast money now where you see the burning ring of fire. Do you like chili? Really hot chili? Then you should try O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. That's right, O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili is so hot it's guaranteed to burn the roof of your f***ing mouth or your money back. Made from the hottest jalapenos, spices, and peppers. After just one bite, you'll say, wow, that's the hottest f***ing chili I've ever tasted. That's O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili from the maker... Available for the first time, a special instructional series that will teach you to play mouth guitar. You never learned to play a musical instrument, but that's okay. In no time, you'll be playing mouth guitar. Learn these classics of the mouth guitar. Smoke on the water. Satisfaction. And Inagata De Vida, the long version. Add a little reverb. Buzz tone. Wah-wah. Play country mouth guitar. Order now and get this special bonus, the quintessential desk drummer. Mouth guitar and desk drumming. No batteries, amplifiers, chords, or talent required. Now, live from Hutchinson, Kansas, it's the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. And now, here he is, the man and the myth, the legend, Jiggy Jaguar. 
Oh boy, oh boy, it is your world famous Cheeky Jaguar experience each and every afternoon, Sunday afternoons, here on your big program, coast to coast and border to border, it is the Cheeky Jaguar experience. We are going to go to our next guest who is going to join us here on the old Skipscape. Going to join us also on the Petascope, if you're joining us on Petascope. As they say, yes. And uh, we are going to get our next guest fired up and get her in here here in just a few seconds. I got to get all the, I got to get all the crap turned on. That's just <laughs> that's how this show works. I got to get all the crap turned on. You know, all the YouTubes, all the periscopes, all the all the nonsense that you got to deal with. I just don't know why we just can't. Go back to the typewriter. Why can't we do that? I don't know. So we are going to go to our next guest here in just a few seconds. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com. J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. And we are going to call Nikki on the old skip skate. I do love the fact that she is a cum enthusiast. <laughs> I love this. We, we are going to be chatting with uh, Nikki Sweet here in just a few moments. Who, uh, I love the fact that you're a self-described cum enthusiast. I think that is tremendous. <laughs> How are you, Nikki? Doing great. How are you doing today? Pretty good, actually. Thanks for being on the program with us today. You look warm, by the way. Yes, it's so like rainy, gray outside today. I'm in a sweater. <laughs> so, uh, so Nikki, how did you get started doing the uh, get, get, getting getting into the porn business, as they say? Yes. Um. So I think like a lot of girls in 2020, I started on the internet. You know, just trying out OnlyFans. Um, like Snapchat, things like that. And then after a while, I wanted more exposure. And so that's when I started looking into doing shoots. And it's been a lot of fun since then. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. She is a, uh, I love this, cum enthusiast and a triple X <laughs> actress. Uh, Nikki Sweet is with us today. And you can get more information online. She has a, uh, allmylinks.com slash it's Nikki Sweet, and that's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I. And uh, she joins us today here on our big program. So, uh, so Nikki, uh, you basically started doing this. You, 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 you basically got on the internet. Uh, what, was, what was the idea? Did you just really like sex and was like, hey, I'm going I'm, I'm to go be a porn chick? Or, or how did this all get going for you? Like, I guess it started, you know, talking to people online, um, you know, getting to explore kind of some of my kinks, fetishes that way. Um, and then from there, like, that's where I started getting to explore more exhibitionism, posting to Reddit, places like that. And, yeah, the first company that hit me up about doing shoots was on Reddit um, called Abby Winters. And that was just solo work. You know, they were, like, flying me out to L.A., so it was really easy, kind of low pressure at the smaller site. Um, but yeah, it was like such a, I had such a great time doing it that I just wanted to keep going from there. <laughs> so Nikki sweet, obviously 
Nikki Sweet is is not your given name. How how did you come up with the uh, as they say in professional wrestling, the gimmick name of uh, Nikki Sweet? I don't know how you guessed. That's not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was already using Nikki. Um, my middle name is Nicole. So I was using that already, and then I didn't have a last name at all till I came out to Florida and met my agent, and he suggested Sweet, which like I, I had to think about for like for a second, you know, because it was like so corny. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I've really sometimes it feels more like my real name a lot of days. <laughs> so used to it. We had a. Uh, uh, by the way, th- thanks for joining us today here on our big broadcast. In the uh, in the last hour, we had a uh, <laughs> we had an art we had a uh, a rock artist on who my co-host at the time thought uh, that he his his nickname was Throat Killer, and I'm like, uh, that'll be in the second hour. So we've got uh, <laughs> Nikki Sweet with us today here in our program, and. Uh, so, what what are some of your goals for uh, for the porn business? My goals, I still want to try a lot of new things. Like I've never done like you know any like two on one scenes or gang bang scenes, anything like that. You know, I feel like that'll be the day where I feel really like <laughs> accomplished. You know, like I've really done something wild. Um, but yeah, and then other than that, I really just like that I've got to work on my acting. I don't know, the bad connection. So, so the acting. Uh, t- t- tell us a little bit about your 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 acting chops. Uh-oh, we might have lost her. It is Skype after all. Uh, get, I think I think I've got you back. I think I've got you back. So, uh, so 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 Nikki, you 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 mentioned acting. Uh, T- t- tell us a little bit about your acting chops. Yes, I mean, so in high school I did, like, you know, show choir and musical theater, you know, pretty, like, casually, but it's nice that now as an adult I get to do more, you know, I still get to grow grow there. <laughs> um, I got so nervous at first, like, the first time I was ever in front of camera just answering any questions about myself. Like, I remember I just totally froze up, but over time you get a lot more comfortable with the world. Their talents were really experienced. That's awesome. That's that. That's fantastic. We've got Nikki Sweet with us today. She joins us live here on Skype, and uh, you can get more information at twitter.com slash it's Nikki Sweet. And uh, so, so Nikki, t- tell us about some of the different folks you've worked with in the uh, in the in the adult film business. Yes. So one of my scenes that came out recently that was milf.com with Kaska Akashova and Peter Green. That was, oh, we had so much fun doing that scene. That was my first threesome on camera, I think. My second threesome, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that one. Like, basically, she's my stepmom, you know, who's jealous of me because I'm having all this great sex with my boyfriend, and my dad's always away, so she's lonely. <laughs> so, of course, I want to make her happy, and I invite her in. And- <laughs> <laughs> I notice a lot of that is like a big trend on uh, on these porn sites. Uh, are 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 there, are there a lot of older women that 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 are getting invited to uh, to, to to participate in threesomes? Is that is is that? They look like Costco. <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't> surprise me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the point, right? You're like, oh, you never know, but maybe, maybe, like, somewhere in the world this really happened, and that's why people like it. <laughs> the possibilities. <laughs> the possibilities. The possibilities are endless. Uh, we have got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program Coast to coast, to border to border on iHeartRadio. You can also get a hold of us at amfm247.com and uh, 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. And uh, it is just, we're, we're having all sorts of fun today with, with, with Nikki Sweet. So uh, take me through the process of finding an agent and, and, and management and, and, and doing all that. Yeah, so let's see. So like I said, the very first shoot that I did, just the company hit me up directly. And so like that was really straightforward. I did that one shoot, got paid that one rate. So after that, you know, that's when I wondered that same question, like how do I go get more work? You know, what do I do from here? So I use a site called Sexy Jobs that a lot of adult performers get started on. Um, and then really just like after responding back to a couple people who were like, you know, posting ads for, for shoots, that's when I started talking to a recruiter. Um, and then, like, literally the next morning, he just had me on the phone. He's like, talk to this guy. He'll get you work. <laughs> um, so that's when I talked wow. to Brian Burke. Um, so he's with AMA Modeling. So, of course, you know, I checked out their site and their models and everything before, you know, coming well, out yeah. to Florida. Yeah. So I looked, you know, I saw that they were doing things like Bang Bus, um, Family Therapy I knew from Pornhub, you know, a lot of those sites to get a lot of lots of views. <laughs> So, yeah, I was then, I was in Florida, I think two or three days later, came out from Utah, and yeah, got started. Utah. Good <laughs> Lord. You know, there, there is, are, are there a lot of porn stars in, in Utah, or, 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 or are you the only one that... I'm told that tons of girls are from Utah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> The last interview I did, they were talking about that, just how most porn stars they interview came from really religious backgrounds. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I would almost, uh, I would almost believe that that is a thing. <laughs> that has got to be a thing. <laughs> I know when people are repressed like that, right? You know, it makes, I don't know, you open to more things later on. So, uh, by the way, your nails are fantastic. I think I those, those are friend. pretty amazing. I like those. So, uh, Nikki Sweet with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. So, are, are you going to be one of these girls that, that I hear about who get into the porn business and they do everything they possibly can do in the first, like, two months and then you've got nothing left? Or are you one of these girls that you're going to make people pay for your stuff and and you're, you're gonna you're not just gonna jump off the good foot and do the bad thing as they say yeah so it's funny you bring that up that's actually been something that me and my uh, manager yeah brian burke have been talking about recently right you know like to some extent i don't want to do you know every shoot out there in my first couple of months when i'm still new growing you know <laughs> like i want my career to be going somewhere to like you know i want to be around for you know, ideally years and years. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some things I don't do on camera yet. Like, I don't do um, anal on camera, but I think that's something I definitely will down the line. Just, you know, <laughs> I think that is me. Like, I'm kind of one thing at a time, but... 
eventually, I guess I'll have to dive all into everything. <laughs> So we have got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. Nikki Sweet is with us. She joins us live here on our big program. And uh, so, Nikki, um, tell us about your social media following and uh, some some of the different things that you you do on social media. Social media, I I mean I'm on there all the time, more so than ever since I got into um, the adult work. So, I mean, every day, right, it's like I want to post to Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, um, I have my OnlyFans, fan time, many vids, you know, like, every day there's things that, you know, you want to keep up content, that's how you get new followers, your followers happy, you know, you have to keep putting something out there and have something for them to follow. <laughs> Fantastic. It is Nikki Sweet, she's with us today here in our broadcast, she is a... Uh, triple x actress a cum enthusiast which by the way i just absolutely am tickled by i've never seen any porn uh, person at all refer to themselves as a cum enthusiast and i'll tell you they should all be referring to themselves as a cum enthusiast so um wh- what is wh- what is what is your uh, i guess goals for 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 porn is it to win awards is it to Make a lot of money and then get the hell out. What 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 is the plan? I love to be someone who wins awards. Like honestly, you know, I'm still so new right now, and but already, I don't know. It's so cool because every day, you know, it's all the time that I'm working with other performers who have won awards, who are really established, you know. And I don't know. That's that's who I want to be. <laughs> that's fantastic. So. uh You've you've worked with Naughty America. You've you've worked with a few others. Uh, what when when you got to do porn on a set for the very first time? What was that experience like? The very so. Sorry, say again. No, go ahead. I'm just listening to you, my friend. I'm just listening to you. All right. Um. So the first one I did was solo work, right? So it was just me and one camera guy. So that was, like, I guess I expected it to be weird, but, like, I'd already been doing so much, like, posing, you know, and posting pictures and everything at home. Yeah. You know, it felt like the same thing. Um, and he was really, you know, like, positive, upbeat, you know, very complimentary, you know, made me, like, comfortable through the whole process. And then, so, like, we did, like, pictures, like, for the first half of the day and then, you know, a bunch of videos and interviews and all that, the second part. So, but I remember, like, it was, like, a masturbation scene, obviously, like, we did a few of those, but so, like, the first time that, like, I did it, you know, like, and I finished, and I orgasmed, then when he, like, zoomed in, you know, to the close-up angle, like, that was, like, one of the first times I'd ever had, like, a second orgasm right after that, you know, like, it was a really cool, like, sexual experience, you know, um, and that's, like, part of why I was so interested to keep going, just because, like, you know, I'm trying new things all the time, I'm learning things about my body all the time, it's great. <laughs> So I see that there is a uh, and 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 I seen this on the uh, on on your Twitter. There is you did a lesbian boat sex scene. Uh, where in the world? <laughs> First of all, dude, what you you guys you guys go get on somebody's boat? And you just go out in the middle of the ocean, or how, how, how does all this work? Oh, that's basically what happened. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I have um, a friend, his name is um, the Milf Hunter, Pornhub. Um, I did a shoot with him, and so, and he was talking about how, you know, like, so we did part of the shoot out on his boat, 
and so we ended up doing some just like content collaboration one day. So like that's why we're out there. So we did a video like one where he's like my stepdad and I'm down in the basement with my boyfriend having sex, you know, like, you know, he's almost catching us or whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, me and Destiny, we did that lesbian video. So that was so great. It was like right when, right before sunset, like that perfect golden hour, all that. So we just went out on the front and... Um, it's like for both of us, I think it was our favorite video we'd done. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, uh, you can get more information on Nikki on the old Twitter machine. She is uh, available on uh, on on Twitter at it's Nikki Sweet. Also, allmylinks.com slash it's Nikki Sweet. And uh, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for. Uh, Coming on the broadcast and chatting with us. I, I really did appreciate the interview. Thanks for taking some time. Thanks for having me. Thank you, my friend. Well, have yourself a wonderful day, and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. You too. Appreciate yeah. it. There she goes, Nikki Sweet. And uh, we are going to take a timeout, and when we come back, we are going to uh, we're gonna try to get it figured out. I don't know what is going on with Manny Cam, but ever since I upgraded Manny Cam, it won't let me stream and record video. Oh, it's so much fun. We've got more coming up. Kidnapped by ninjas. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? Hell yes, sir! I hate ninjas. In a world filled with chaos, it'll take two men on a mission to quench the fire. Arnold Schwarzenegger stars as one bad dude. I'm this chopper! But the air is throwing ninjas, sir! I don't care, just do it! Sly Stallone is also a fairly bad dude. By war. Yes, we can work. I can't find one. With the ninjas, bad dude? Them too. Look out! But it'll take both of them to take on the world's most awesome enemy. I hate ninjas. Good ninja fisting, bad dude! Damn you! You know, it's good to see you again, brother. There's no time for male bonding! We must save the president! This summer. Arnold and Sly, together for the first badass time. Hello, boss ninja. Oh no, it is the bad dudes. Prepare for my badness. They are... Bad dudes. I'm going to poke me with that pixie stick. I think I brought a spoon. Dude, don't drop that spoon. No! What have I done? It's on fire! This summer, nothing can prepare you. Reload! For Bad Dudes, the movie. Rated G. Ninja Contrads.
Tonight on Secret Twin Brothers of the Loud and Famous. Hello, shoe shopper. From Temecula. It's Elmer Likas Affordable Footwear. Oh, God. Now, here's your brand manager, Elmer Likas. Seven minutes left in the moccasin sale. This is not your regular shoe store. No. Tell us about you and Tom. Well, as boys, we used to sneak into the outhouse and pretend it was a radio station. Elmer and Tom's Toilet Talk. How did you end up in Temecula? First, I decided to become a right-wing wacko. Then I ended up a convicted felon. What about the shoes? Oh, that. Well, it's a great way to peek off women's skirts. Really? Really. One has a show. I live in the city of Los Angeles. The other, a shoe. Can you sign my instep? Not if you're wearing panties. Not. Meet Elmer Likas, Tom's forgotten twin. Do you care? It's the new fall season on the Al Jazeera Television Network. Kicking off tonight with Everyone Hates Bin Laden. A crash capiche that Mohammed Abdul of Mama! Yes, he's back with a new groomed look. Thanks to Grecian Formula for Terrorists. He's got a dark beard and a new hat. You must sugar the putts. It's the new season of Everybody Hates Bin Laden. Premiering tonight on the Al Jazeera Television Network. When you wanted the best long distance rates, you dialed 10123 in the number. Then it changed to 101123. Now you can still get the lowest long distance rates. Just dial 1110-1210-83526-4123 and pay a low six cents a minute as easy as 123. Dial 1110-1210-83526-4123 between 830 and 1052 four days a week for your savings prize. You'll feel like you've won one two on 1110-1210-83526-4123. 10 to 1, your sixth cent says six cents for two minutes will have you at sixes and sevens when you call one number 1110-1210-83526-41232. Got it? Long distance dialing has never been easier. To sign up for 1110-1210-83526-4123, call for your eight-digit PIN number and activation code. What I really like about the movies, I like the previews for some reason. I like to get there. I don't want to see just the movie when I get there. I like to see some previews first. I like that guy with that deep voice, like smoke like ten packs of cigarettes. One man, one way. <laughs> one desire. They went too far. They broke all the rules. One man, Kermit the Frog, as a pimp. Where's my money? Where is it? One man. One way. What a weird voice. That's the only thing that guy could do for a living, you know? He couldn't be a mechanic or anything. Hey, uh, how much is that transmission gonna cost me? An arm and a leg. Just imagine having sex with somebody. That'd be hilarious, you know? Oh, yeah, the desire in your eyes. The passion between us burns with fire. You know, I, he always can take something stupid and make it cool. Can he? He'll always be like... In the city, you must fight to survive. He sold tortillas on the corner. And the mob wanted in. 
Thanks for listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Follow comedian James Davis on Twitter at comedian James D. And follow Jiggy Jaguar at J I G G Y J A G U R. Join us next week here on the network. Well, it is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Experience. We are going to go to the Suns. And I believe the Suns have joined us here on our big broadcast. So, uh, how are you guys? How's it going? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for having us on. Yes, yes. I am going to attempt to go... uh, find our co-host Jaybird Wells and see if we can get her in here. So uh, tell me a little bit about the Suns. Well, uh, the Suns, we're, we're based in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we're a, I guess you could call us like a power pop uh, garage uh, rock band. Um, we, uh, we're in a, we were in another band, three of the, the members, uh, called Love Club uh, a few years back. Back and uh, we decided to do a new project. Um, and uh, we took uh, only a couple days of rehearsal, and we we booked a studio time, and we uh, we recorded and we uh, released our album called Big Break just uh, this past month. So uh, yeah, so uh, we're just excited that uh, we got uh, the album out. We're very happy to be with you here today, and uh, we want to thank you. Um, Unfortunately, I'll be the only one on the podcast today, but uh, nonetheless, uh, represent the band to the fullest. So. Hey, that's fine. We are live today here on 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well, and you can find us on Spotify and The Mix on Tuesdays. And so, tell me a little bit of a, uh, a background on this name and, and how the band got together as a group, all that stuff. Well, uh, actually, uh, me and my cousin, uh, Dan, uh, Dan Marsh, uh, we grew up together at the same age. So um, basically, he taught me how to play guitar uh, when I was like 12 years old. He, he was getting lessons uh, from someone, and I would just pick his brain on the lessons he would get from the instructor. Um, and uh, so we've been playing music for many years. We were in uh, other uh, bands uh, touring and you know, um, playing all around the, the country and other countries. And um, we ended up uh, linking up with Dylan Mandel, uh, who's the drummer. Um, actually, Dylan and I worked at a, a vegan restaurant together in Manhattan. And uh, that's how we linked up. And uh, I guess uh, we just were playing for a long time. And then I, I came up with uh, a new set of songs uh, recently that didn't really fit into the project we were doing previously. And... Um, you know, honestly, my, my father had passed a, a couple of years ago. Uh, so I thought of like a, a name like the sun, the sons, and we're all sons in some way or another. And uh, I kind of used it as a play on words, like some sort of light, you know, large light, and uh, also, you know, being an actual son of my father. Uh, so that's kind of how we uh, how we came up with the name, uh, the sons. Fantastic. The sons with us today. They join us live here on our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. And uh, the Suns are with us, and you can get more information on uh, Spotify. They are also available on uh, a lot of the social media sites. So, what are some of your goals for your music? Well, I think the main thing is that, uh, 
you know, like any other band, you want, you know, you write music, I think it's a personal thing, but, you know, to help other people maybe cope through similar situations and, um, you know, just feel good or, you know, if it's a sadder song, sadder song, then maybe to, you know, go through that process and, and maybe the songs will help, you know. But nonetheless, it's, you know, it's a different time now with COVID and everything. So, uh, you know, we would love to be touring. We would love to be out on the road and um, playing uh, shows. Obviously, that's a big portion of being in a band. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, we got to stick with what we got. And uh, so, you know, we just hope that people uh, love the songs. Maybe they hit them in a certain way or strikes a chord with them in a certain way and, and helps them, you know, helps them through the day. We have got a uh, great guest with us today, joins us live here on our big broadcast. If you miss us live, you can catch us on the mix on Tuesdays. The Suns out of NYC, the Suns have released a brand new single, When You're Not Around, and we are going to play that here in just a few moments here on our big program. So how do people find you guys on social media, websites, get your music, everything? Uh, well, our main social media platforms were at Following the Suns. Uh, it's with an S at the end, obviously, just like the band name. Um, you can find us there on Instagram or Facebook. And our Twitter is uh, The Suns Official. Uh, that's, unfortunately, uh, I think Following the Suns was a little too long, uh, too many <laughs> letters for, uh, for Twitter. So we had to, to kind of uh, figure out a different means of that. But... Uh, yeah, you can find us there. Uh, my name is Joe Brennan. Um, I uh, play guitar, sing, and write. Uh, we have Dylan Mandel on the drums. Daniel Marsh. Uh, Danny Marsh is a guitarist. And Aaron Romero is our bass player. So those are the three of us. You can probably find us through our, our Instagrams as well. Fantastic. Well, tell me about this track we're going to hear here in a few moments. Uh, well, When You're Not Around is actually written for my girl, um, she was uh, away for a while in uh, with family. Um, she's from Mexico originally, so she was down there for about a couple, two or three weeks at one point. And uh, I was alone in our little apartment in New York, and um, you know, I just, you know, was feeling inspirational. I wrote this song, and it was basically about her not being around and how I was feeling at the moment. So. Fantastic. Well, we're going to play this track. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much, Jig. I really appreciate it and uh, love the show. And we're really, uh, we're really happy to be here. And we, uh, we appreciate everything you've done for us. Definitely. I appreciate it, brother. We'll play that track and uh, we will definitely be in touch. Thank you, brother. Have yourself a wonderful day. You as well. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be healthy. Thank you, man. There they go, the suns. And it is right now. It is when you're not around and it's here on your Sunday radio broadcast.
that is the Suns. And then join us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. Can't sleep? You need the Zap Nap. Just attach the electrodes to your head, lie down, and you get 250 volts of relaxing sleep when you throw the switch. Ah! Use it at work or at home, where it also comes in family size. Everyone ready? Just get the Zap Nap, and waking up is hard to do. You're so weird. You have no idea. You now tuned in to the best radio station, and you rocking with Boss Hog. Yeah, let's get it. Are you having trouble with high insurance premiums because of a few dents and dings on your driving record? Well, no. I thought so. Now you can save up to 10% off any legitimate insurance company's premiums by giving a third of your weekly paycheck to Reckless Auto Insurance Incorporated. I drive like a drunken wombat. Can I get insurance under your current policy restrictions? There are no restrictions. In fact, at Reckless Auto Insurance Incorporated, someone like you would be considered a preferred customer. Here's an even sleazier man to tell you more. As a man who's been in the business of taking people's hard-earned money since the disco era, I can absolutely give you my personal guarantee that our policyholders' premiums will never, ever increase, except for when we raise them every now and then. Guaranteed. Uh, the other guy's gonna talk again. To make us your personal auto insurance carrier, call toll-free today at 1-800-RECKLESS-AUTO. And, uh, leave off the last auto so you won't be dialing too many digits. Take international and long-distance rate supply. The biggest group of the early 90s is back together and on tour. It's the Four Non-Blondes Reunion Tour. Hear Four Non-Blondes live, performing their extensive catalog of hits, like this one. And this classic. As well as this utterly, completely different song. Get your tickets now for the Four Non-Blondes Reunion Tour, with special guest, the other guy from Millie Vanilli. And now back to the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, starring comedian James Davis. You know what's funny about the comedian James Davis? The comedian. The week after we got these approved, he quit the show. <laughs> we uh, A week after he was supposed to be on with us and all that and he was our guy and we were going he quit the show so i play those just because i have them (laughs) just the way it is i guess we are gonna go to victor maxwell he is gonna join us here in just a few moments he is gonna Oh, the subscription does not cover this number because apparently he must live in Canada. Yes, he lives in the great white north of Canada. So, (sighs) we're going to dial him on the telephone. So, in order to do that, 
we are going to come up with something to fill the time. <laughs> so I can dial him on the telephone. <laughs> Excuse me. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.